0: Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast, coming up.
1: The fab tip for all of you to sort of really get on board with is that it's really, really fast. It can work very, very speedily. I'm doing a thing actually at the moment, a challenge next week, where we tap for 15 minutes in the mornings every day. It allows you to acknowledge how you're feeling because that's the big one that I think we don't allow ourselves to do we don't allow ourselves to go i'm really feeling overwhelmed i'm really feeling negative i'm really feeling stressed it's almost like we go no i better not feel it i better stay positive
0: i'm your host danielle collins and i'm the world leading face yoga expert best-selling author of the book danielle collins face yoga and creator of the international teacher training program the danielle collins face yoga method 17 years ago I healed myself from chronic illness and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing and serving millions of people in person, on TV and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it would mean so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Hi, I hope you're doing really well. I have a lovely guest today. I have Poppy Delbridge. Now, she is an amazing mindset coach, a strategic success mentor. She's an intuitive energy worker and she is an EFT practitioner, emotional freedom technique. She really believes in empowering women to be agents of positive change in their lives and in work. And in this week's episode, we talk a lot about the feeling of overwhelm which is something that so many of us experience what is going on in our lives, we can feel that feeling of everything being a little bit too much, of being a little bit too stressed. And Poppy talks us through her three key ways to overcome stress and overcome overwhelm. And the thing that she really brings in there is emotional freedom technique or tapping. Now, this is a super easy and super quick way of feeling less stress. But not only that, it helps us to really clear negative thoughts, feelings, and blocks that are going on in our mind and body through simply tapping on the meridian or the energy points. Now, if you're new to this, it's a great episode because Poppy will actually guide you through exactly how to do it, where to tap and what to say. If you're not new to EFT, please do still listen in because there's so much that Poppy can share. She's a real expert in this field. So before we dive into the episode, I just want to remind you that we still are doing our distance learning teacher training option. I know that many, many people are still in the situation where they want to do all their study from home. So if you're at home and you're thinking, I really want to train in face yoga, I really want to become a face yoga teacher. And maybe you're thinking you want to train people virtually. You know, in this 2020, in the year that we're in, then training people virtually is a great option via Zoom, via Skype. It's really wonderful. So you can do all your study to become a face yoga teacher from home, and then you can teach from home as well well. So you can just go to faceyogaexpert.com slash teacher training for more information about that or drop me a message if you have any questions. So let's get into this week's episode with that absolutely wonderful, full of energy, Poppy Delbridge. Poppy, thank you so much for being a guest on the Face Yoga Expert podcast today. How are you doing? i oh, really good. Thanks, Danielle. I'm well, oh, I'm mm-hmm. very excited for you to be on here for so many reasons. I just love everything you do and share. It just comes from such a place of wellness and good energy and empowerment. So I just know that my listeners are going to be hanging on to your every word today.
1: Oh, that's so kind. Thanks, Jenny. It's lovely to be here. Oh well, mm-hmm. do
0: you know what I'm really interested in? How you got started in your your journey to wellness? Because I know that you do come from a family that are very into energetics and energy work. So I guess you started from quite a young age in many ways.
1: Yeah, I was the girl who wrote little affirmations on post-it notes and then put them on (laughs) on the mirror when they were like eight or nine. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I was that girl. So, yeah, it started started very early for me, the idea that you could have, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, Um, mindset, the power of the mind, power of positivity. And then, yeah, it's just got deeper and deeper. And I think just over about 10 years ago now is when I – absolutely re-sort of wired myself into all this across every aspect mm-hmm. of life, not just career and stuff. So it got, got quite serious then for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and how did it get serious at that point? What was the sort of trigger there?
1: Mm. So for me, I, I had realised that I had been almost unconsciously um, manifesting and rewiring myself in a big aspect of my life, which was career. Um, which had you know, my career before uh, the wellness career that I have now, and I still have this career as well. But it was TV, so I worked my way up through creating TV ideas and worked at lots of different companies, creating TV ideas, pitching TV ideas, and and then making TV ideas. And it was a really interesting one because I realised, you know, I was doing well in it, and I had, you know, I was a BAFTA judge and all of these things that were like, it was like, oh, how am I doing that? And I kind of stopped to really think, hey, I'm not doing that in other parts of my life. And for me, that was relationships, love at the time. And um, I just made a conscious decision to completely go for it. And so that that was my kind of everyone has a bit of a cusp point, I think. Something happens, especially nowadays, something's gone on. You kind of make a commitment. And so I sought out kind of how I could actually, yeah, change that and, and bring it into every area. You know, from my physical to all my relationships to yeah, the way I just live now. So yeah, that was my trigger. Mm.
0: And how did you then do that? How, what what changes did you make? What action did you put in place?
1: Well, I kind of ramped up, I kind of really started, I'm quite a geek, I'm quite a self-development geek. <laughs> me too. Geek. Okay, good, yeah, we're pretty geeky on our things, right? Yeah, yeah, Um. So I kind of just studied, you know, I'm a real studier. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that know me well, I've always got my head in a book or I'm learning something. It's an, wellness is like an ever, you know, evolving journey, right? Yeah. Sure. That, that that's the thing so i just really made a conscious effort i got coaches you know i i really went for it um and yeah those subtle changes add up over time even doing small things uh they do take shape and they do take hold and then suddenly you go ooh hang on i'm acting differently yeah. my 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 beliefs are different around this area My energy's uh, aligned in this area, and then your your behaviours start to change, and and things become a lot easier. You know, you start living in that creative flow. I call it. You know, become your most powerful self rather than kind of you know disempowered at different areas of your life. So um, you you notice it, and then but it does it does it does take the journey. You know, it is the journey. We all want the destination, but you know, it's it's also about the journey and being present.
0: It is. And I think it is the the journey for life, really. I think even if we do get to one destination or one goal or one dream, then that sort of moment of, yes, I've done it, lasts momentarily. And actually, it reminds us that it's the journey that matters more than anything, the destination if and when we get to it is great, but we have to enjoy the journey and we have to keep going on that journey. Like you say, wellness isn't about put these things in place and then I'm at a place of enlightenment, empowerment and wellness. You know, we all have to keep going with it every day, I guess.
1: Yeah, Definitely. It's it's making it sustainable as mm-hmm. well. which doesn't sound very sexy, <laughs> Does it? but, you know, it's a bit like going to the gym. You know, yeah. you, you have to do little and often, you know, if you're changing your diet, you make the changes. It's the same with, you know, my area is mindset, mind health brain health actually increasingly and soul health so yeah. it's exactly the same it's exactly the same you know little bits little changes it's like you with you know with face yoga mm. it's it's doing a little bit every day but knowing that you're on course
0: absolutely and how do you find personally that you stop yourself from being overwhelmed by it all? Because obviously, I know that you do loads in terms of your mindset work, your wellness work, you're still very much in your media world, you're a mum as well. How do you find that you manage that sense of overwhelm? I'm super interested in that. And then I'm even just as interested, I guess, in how you can maybe give us all some tips in terms of how we can all manage overwhelm but let's talk about you first Mm. if that's okay
1: yeah well you know overwhelm is a thing let's Mm. be honest Mm. you know if if we're juggling lots of stuff and we've got a lot on our plate it can very easily take over so the first thing I do is I I clock it Mm -hmm. you know I'm good now at tuning into my clues we all have a set of clues and, and it's interesting from working with lots of different people and women You see that everyone has a slightly different manifestation. Sometimes that can be physical. Mm. So sometimes you start to go, you know, I feel dreadful. Sometimes, you know, just little tiny triggers. So I notice my things. And um, when I notice that, I have like a set of tools, basically, to kind of of go to. So what I do a lot of to manage overwhelm is to create a big, and it sounds a bit counter- productive but you you go for a big vision first Mm -hmm. so you you kind of start any creative process my background what I do in telly and stuff is, is creative so you start by you know not editing yourself and going for like the biggest grandest most highest possible place that you can imagine you know sometimes that isn't as high as you want it to be so I have techniques for that you know you go into your subconscious you start to connect through meditation visualization but you create a vision And when you create a vision and a business vision as well, you know, so it goes across all aspects of your life, you really do know where you're headed. And when you start at that big place, you then start to break that down into more manageable chunks of time and really just, I call them creative choices, you know, creative choices. So I go, ooh, okay, am I aligned to my intention and my creative choice right now if I allow this to completely overwhelm me or am I just completely off track and if I'm off track often that's an indicator that I'm overwhelmed so it's an interesting one because you kind of have to be quite ruthless with your energy to avoid the overwhelm and I think you can only really do that when you have a solid set of intentions goals and and a big Overriding vision that you're Mm. you're aiming to, so you you never feel like you're just you know passively getting on with stuff or oh why am I even doing this? You know it's really difficult if you don't have a strong set of motivators to know why you're even doing it. For sure,
0: for sure. And if you were going to share, let's say, three tips, three simple Mm. ways that we can all feel a little bit less overwhelmed, and I guess just generally live a, a healthier, more fulfilled life? And I know that's mm. a, a big question, but just in terms of simplifying that in, in three tips, would you be able to share mm. your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so my first one is probably my, my, most, uh, my most passionate one. You know, The thing that I found so massively um, effective with myself, but also with, with clients is, is, you probably know, I'm a big fan of EFT, uh, Emotional Freedom Technique and Tapping. And I'm a practitioner in this also, and I do use it with my work, but why it's brilliant is it is known to reduce anxiety by often up to 60% with a session, which is absolutely amazing when you think about it. And why I really would say this is a fab tip for all of you to sort of really get on board with is that it's really, really fast. You know, it can work very, very speedily know often i'm I'm doing a thing actually at the moment a challenge next week where we tap for 15 minutes in the mornings every day and what that does is it it allows you to acknowledge how you're feeling because that's the big one that i think we don't allow ourselves to do we don't allow ourselves to go i'm really feeling overwhelmed i'm really feeling negative i'm really feeling stressed it's almost like we go no i better not feel it i better stay positive but in that that doesn't work because you actually need a bit of fuel to notice what the energy is. And then the tapping, what the tapping does, the EFT does, is it goes in and it reconfigures that emotion for you. So it kind of neutralizes it. There's a part of your brain called the amygdala. And it's like a little tiny almond-shaped bit. And that's the bit that is the fight or flight. You know, you hear the fight or flight um, Thing. it's like oh my god I'm gonna panic I'm stressed you know this has happened the really interesting thing is that's only there because your body is trying to keep you safe it's trying to go oh that's happened before and I'm trying to I'm trying to make make sense of it for you quite quickly so you keep safe and that used to be you know when we were like running from all the tigers and the snakes and trying to keep our physical health correct you know so that we weren't going to die basically But nowadays, that's obviously moved on to more psychological stress, you know, mental stress. And so what the EFT does is it allows you to to go in and and just stop it, nip it in the bud before it starts to take shape and hold. When you do the tapping, it allows you to get to a place where you can just breathe. You you can just be in the moment and you can make a decision with a bit more clarity um, because your brain's not constantly fighting you going, I don't like this, you know. I've been here before, and it's stressful. So it's it's resetting us. Um, so that's a huge tip, and I would probably say that three times over yeah. <laughs> if I could, because <laughs> I've seen such huge results with mm-hmm. people. And you know, coaching needs a bit of space to 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 make the work take shape. And I've found that the the tapping, which my mum's been doing for decades, a bit ahead of the curve and got me into it, that's what I've found to be massively useful to help us live a more free life, you know, and, uh, and and feel that we can actually cope. And when you feel like you can actually cope, especially when things are massively stressful and so much is uncertain, then you can start to do all the other work and really look after yourself in all of the ways.
0: I completely, completely agree. Um, and actually, I want to get more into that and talk more about that with you in a minute. Do you have Mm. any other um, tips that you want to sort of put in there in terms of helping us with with overwhelm? Mm.
1: Yeah. So first of all, I would definitely get into the habit of writing it all down. Mm -hmm. So this is a biggie. So journaling and creative journaling and how you use that process to connect what's in your head. You know, if you imagine we've got these billions and billions of bits of information going into our Brain, at any one time, and we only really can consciously recognise around about two thousand of those. And if you think about that, there's a hell of a lot going on there um, that we can't hold in our heads. It's it's really tricky, and that is overwhelm because you're you're juggling too much information, um, and you're you're going by default to the same information, the familiar information that that our brain is used to. you know. So it's just, oh, yeah, I know that. I'm going back to that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm going back to that. So if you think of it like that, we've got to get stuff out on paper a little bit to connect with what that even is. And when you put it down into a journal, you've then got the ability to look at what's there and then to say hey is this real is this fact or is this just you know my belief is this just the way i'm feeling right now about this and that's really freeing because when you when you pour that stuff out when you get it out you can make sense of it you know it's like pouring loads of rubbish into a dump you know at some point someone's gonna put it into sections to recycle it you know so you've got that over there got that over there got that over there And it's the same with our minds, same with all these thoughts. And then you want to go, well, that's not helpful. So what can I do about changing those unhelpful thoughts? And let's have a look at the things that are actually helpful. And let's do a bit more of those, just bit by bit, by looking at what I've written down. And so I do a lot with journaling. And then the next stages of that to help you get in control of your mindset, but then obviously start to manifest more success and all the things that you want in your life but the first step is really just getting it down getting it down on paper I think often we we tend to keep stuff in our heads because we're on the go right Mm -hmm. it's hard (laughs) it is it is for sure
0: I love that so EFT journaling and what would you say your third one would be
1: Mm, my third one my third one would definitely be get in the company of inspiring people you know, it's, you know, they say that, don't they, that, that you do become an average of the five people you spend the most time with. And, um, but I also think that doesn't need to be, um, you know, face, obviously now it's even harder, but it doesn't need to be face to face or anything like that. It can be books, you know, it can be audio books, it can be amazing podcasts, that are making you feel that there's more possibility than you're getting, you know, inside your own mind or with people that might not be um, tuned in to what your potential is, you know, to what's possible for you. So it's really about modeling something that's more positive, you know, more exciting, you know, more like, wow, that, someone's doing it. Find the people and stay around them and get in their energy because that is where transference of energy can really come into its own. And you go, ooh, yeah, you know what? I can actually do this. And when you believe you can do it, Um, which is what I was so lucky to be brought up with, you know, that feeling of belief, even when the odds didn't really stack up, it didn't really look like, I didn't really know anyone to tell you or anything. I just sort of thought I can do that. Um, that's when you can really go from feeling overwhelmed and stressed and limited into that feeling, Hey, you know, it is possible for me and, you know, I can break this down and I can, Work on the things that are useful to me, and I can start to delegate or move on, or even not do stuff that doesn't feel right for me and doesn't light me up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just amazing. And those tips in themselves, I mean, every day, if we could do a little bit of EFT a little bit of journaling, and then surround ourselves, like you say, either in person or virtually or via book or what we listen to, with inspiring, uplifting people to help us feel like anything is possible, then imagine how much our lives would change. I mean, just fantastic. And I think that Well, what I think that actually a lot of people will be thinking whilst they're listening to that is how do I get started with the EFT? Now, I love EFT. I started using it probably about a year ago, actually, and I've done um two training days in it so far. I'd like to do more. And actually, I would say 2020 for me has definitely been the year that I've got comfortable with discomfort. So the EFT was definitely a part of that. Um, I've worked with lots of other amazing coaches too. And that is something which I found really interesting about EFT because obviously I've done... Lots of life coaching before, you know, myself, I've worked with clients doing wellness coaching and it's so, so easy just to constantly look at what we want and the positive steps to take that. Now, there's always that little bit missing, isn't there? And that little bit missing is those (laughs) blocks that we've got inside us um, Mm. and those, those things that are stopping us from feeling being and living the best version of ourselves. And sometimes it's not nice. Sometimes it's not great going into those feelings of discomfort, those thoughts, those negative places, those dark places. Mm. But it's oh, so worth it, isn't
1: it? Yeah, you're so right. Mm. And, you know, it's funny because when I started really getting into EFT in a big way, I found it difficult at first because I was like, oh, you know aren't we supposed to be positive all the time you know ah, we know ah, you know and, and actually there's a lot of fear around that because I think you know there's a lot of there's a lot of brilliant guidance in things uh around positive thinking positive psychology and uh law of attraction that help you bit by bit to become more positive but if you take it quite literally there can be a lot of fear about oh my god what if I have a positive what if I have a negative thought is that going to come true? You know, and that there, there, there can be fear around it. I think you're absolutely right. The only way to clear and reset things that have happened from just living as a human being, you know, with all this stuff going down in our lives and what we see um, and what we've experienced is to recognize it, acknowledge it, validate that. And then at that point, you are getting back into your power again because You have to then neutralize that, check it out, see it for what it is. But here's the thing. You don't dwell in it. And there's a big difference between recognizing it and validating it and and, and being okay with it and calling it out for what it is. And then dwelling in it to the point where you're reliving it because your brain doesn't know the difference. And that's very crucial because if you do dwell in the negativity or you do think a lot, you know, dominantly about something being awful and dreadful, we've got to get you out of thinking that way. Because that is when things do start to take shape because your energy then, you know, from that place, you're starting to make decisions and behavioral patterns and habits and actions, which then leads to results. So, it's um, you can't you can't be afraid of it because if you don't deal with it, it mounts. You know, energy has momentum by its very nature, laws of physics. It's moving. You know, so we've got to we've got to move with it.
0: We have absolutely. And are you able to just take us through a very simple EFT tapping sequence? I know it's not the easiest thing when it's audio, but I feel that it would be really nice for anyone that's super new to it just to get a little bit of experience. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'll just sort of talk through how it works. It's sort of so they can do it themselves, and obviously come over to House of Possibility because we do a lot with tapping there. They want to see. I'm doing that live challenge, so that's on Instagram,
0: it. isn't it? So is it at House of Possibility? At House of House of Possibility.
1: Yeah, um, we're doing a live tapping challenge every morning next week. So seven forty-five a.m., fifteen minutes a day. So you can you can try it then. But yeah, just to sort of show you without showing you visually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you make a fist with your hand, um, usually the one that I write with. So one that you write with and then with your other hand, you tap on the bit, which is as if you were going to do a, a karate chop. You know, so that bit of your hand and you tap with a little bit of, you know, welly. On that, you can probably hear me tapping Yeah, now. I'm tapping too. <laughs> yeah, tap, tap, tap. So you you tap. And um, as you're doing that, you, you notice how you're feeling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you want to do that validation bit. So let's say, for example, I'm feeling really anxious right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling overwhelmed. Um, so that's your first thing that you say. So you recognize how you're feeling. And you start it with an even though. So even though. even though I'm feeling anxious and stressed and overwhelmed, um, I choose to love and accept myself completely. So you say that, Mm -hmm. you repeat that, and you repeat that three times. Mm -hmm. And then you move on to a pattern sequence, which is around the face, the collarbone, under the bra strap, and then on the top of your head. Mm -hmm. So you... Go through the meridian points, which are between the, so where your sort of third eye is, so between your eyebrows, and you tap for around seven seconds at least on each meridian point, and you do your validation. So how are you feeling? So you're feeling, feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Then you move to the side of the eye, same tapping. So I'm feeling overwhelmed. hmm you move down under the eye, onto the sort of bony bit under the eye. And you say, I'm feeling underwhel- overwhelmed. Underwhelmed would be good, wouldn't it? Feeling <laughs> overwhelmed. And we're doing this with two fingers usually, is that right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Two fingers um, with a little bit of pressure. Mm-hmm. And then you move down to under the nose. And again, you're tapping here and you're saying and validating your current feeling. mm mm-hmm. At this point in the game, you'll start feeling a little bit of uh, energy move usually. So you might feel it in your body a little bit more. So notice, you know, if you're feeling a little bit of something relieve or change to so draw attention to that. And then you continue. So on the chin, so literally in a little bit in your chin, a little ridge. Again, it's you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, being mm-hmm. stressed. And then you move down to your collarbone, the bit that pops out, your Mm -hmm. collarbone. And again, tapping there and saying you're feeling. So tap, tap, tap there. Mm -hmm. All the time breathing, you know, breathing normally. Noticing your breath, noticing your body. Breathing into it. Moving down to where your bra strap is. So just underneath your armpit and tapping there, and again, feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed, noticing my anxiety. And then moving to the top of the head, You go all the way around your head, there's two meridian points here, so you're going around like an oval, tap tap tap, I'm feeling my anxiety, feeling anxious. And then at this point, you take a deep breath. So you'd go in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. And at this point, you just kind of notice the difference, feeling into that difference. Um, And that's a round of tapping. So there's more Mm. to it. You know, you'd take a score, you'd notice how you're feeling and You'd repeat that and you'd move on to connect but that that's that's a pattern that people can start start to use mm. daily now, yeah it's great and
0: by doing that when you take that breath you can normally tune in and then say you know how am I feeling now sometimes the answer is exactly the same and you can just repeat it again can't you sometimes things have changed sometimes things have shifts maybe they've moved to a more positive or maybe another thought or feeling that Mm. perhaps is uncomfortable comes up you know maybe we start with something like overwhelmed and then we do that the overwhelm clears and maybe it makes room for I don't know sadness Mm. or pain or something like that and then you can go through the tapping with that but it does clear doesn't Mm. it that that's the thing to say it really does clear and quite quickly too that that's the great thing about EFT you really can start to clear some feelings and even some very deep rooted feelings quite quickly
1: oh yeah yeah it's very rapid the round of the tapping that I do it's called rapid rapid tapping Mm -hmm. so we we do this as a kind of schedule really so if you want to do it every day we do this rapid tapping it's very, very quick. It's known for these one minute wonders mm-hmm. where your energy does unblock, it shifts. And it's a bit like the stages of of grief in a way. You know, it's a bit yes. like, you know, the stages move and your energy is getting trapped and stuck in one moment in time when something happened. You don't even know you don't even need to know what it is. You know, sometimes people are conscious of it, sometimes they're not. But if you work with tapping uh, an EFT in a in a in a deeper way which I love to do with my clients, you really go into memories and mm. um, tiny flashes of information that, and often you don't even need to know what it is. But that's the real juice because then you're getting something by the very core, you know, getting the weed right at the bottom of the weed rather than yeah. just trimming, you know, trimming generally uh, the weed because then it comes back, right? Yeah. So that is, there's real power in that going that step further I love doing that with with clients you see crazy results then because it's it's stuff you didn't even know was there you know know. getting at you
0: that's just the the crazy thing about it and sometimes it is the tiniest thing and you didn't even realize you had that memory because we often think think that the things that affect us and I think that often traditional sort of counseling and therapy lead us to believe this that the things that do affect us are huge traumas in life, but that isn't always the case. Of course, they can have an effect on us, but sometimes Mm. it can be tiny moments, tiny little flashes of something that happened to us at any point in our life. It doesn't even need to be childhood at any point that Mm. wasn't necessarily that negative really it didn't have an impact at the time but somewhere mm. deep rooted in our subconscious it just got a little bit stuck there and that's the lovely yeah. thing about EFT you can sort of just open that door to that and it, that often isn't too painful to go into really is it it's just often yes. quite sort of mm. oh right yeah okay that's fine uh, I acknowledge that now and I'm ready to really go into that and then then let it go So I think think that is the lovely thing about EFT. To me, it's always that nice balance between like I say, the traditional sort of counselling, which has its place absolutely for so many things. And then the mm. traditional sort of life coaching, which again has its place, you know, that, that goal setting mm. and that positive thinking and the law of attraction, both of those sides, absolutely brilliant. But the lovely thing about EFT is I always feel it sort of sits in the middle a little bit and it's, and it's almost like a, a, a bit of a quicker version too, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Increasingly, actually, there's quite a lot of... Um... Yeah, traditional sort of talking therapists moving into this. It, it's yeah. very interesting. They've used it in the uh, U.S. military as well with veterans. Wow. And um, they found that it's the most effective therapy. And from studies, eight out of ten veterans that did six um, sessions of EFT were re- relieved completely of their PTSD. Wow, which is absolutely incredible. So when you think about that scale, mm. and you know when you think about these huge, massive things, you know, and I, I talk about this with with what happened with my dad and how he managed to um, live with this crazy, debilitating adrenal cancer for fifteen years with no medical, there was no medical help there, but he, would you know, this sort of stuff was second nature. Mm. Um, that on a huge scale if it can create that kind of change transformation um then what can it do to us if we keep this up on a very regular basis and then start to dig into it with all the coaching like you say and Mm. with all of our wellness steps you know it's it's incredible it's incredible
0: so powerful and thank you so much for sharing it with us. And what I'd like to do just to um, finish off the podcast is a bit of a sort of a quick fire round just to oh, yeah. um, get well, to know a little bit about some of your favourite things if you're up for that. Yeah, go for <laughs> okay, it. Great. Let's go. So what's your
1: favourite book? Ooh, I've got so many favourite books. <laughs> I would say a bit of a Bible to me, even though it's a little bit old and they're all kind of written by quite sort of stuffy, stuffy guys, mm-hmm. would be probably the master key system by charles Hanniel. okay that's fabulous yeah it's a dense read but it's absolutely brilliant amazing great and how about your favorite song oh my favorite song i'm a big music fan Mm -hmm. i've got many i do a playlist every month my favorite song ever be so hard to just give you a favourite song (laughs) like what but it would probably be Kate Bush okay I love Kate Bush and it would probably be well it's my karaoke song Wuthering (laughs) Heights wonderful that is a classic (laughs) Um, and your favourite
0: colour ooh red hour i like it love it i've noticed you with red lipstick sometimes which looks amazing on you
1: (laughs) i love a bit of red lipstick (laughs) your favorite crystal (laughs) Ooh, favorite crystal do you know what i actually love black tourmaline oh nice um, for negativity it's a fabulous one Mm. uh, and i like that great So i'd probably go for that one that's a great one your favorite meditation
0: or relaxation technique
1: I really love to do creative visualizations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I do a lot with those. So I would say for me, it is going on a creative visualization journey into possibilities. Mm-hmm. I do a meditation palace of possibilities, looking at what would exist if you got out of your consciousness and limitations with all that self sabotage bits, get into it, see what's there, feel what's there. And then from that place I set, goals and do all my actual you know strategic stuff so I would definitely go creative visualisations
0: amazing your favourite
1: season do you know what it's probably like I love Christmas, yeah, so I would probably say it's autumn, you know, when it's sort yeah. of getting colder and the I feel at one with nature and the leaves, and I can wear knee high boots and skirts and tights, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love tights, that's um, great, and all the cashmere, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a bit of a homebody like that, so nice. I go
0: autumn, lovely. And you live in the Cotswolds, don't you? So yeah. it's like so beautiful there, yeah, it's good for me, gorgeous. Your favorite star sign
1: uh libra me you're a libra um, the scales yeah a little bit balance. naughty yeah and like uh you know looking at looking at life for all its exuberance
0: yeah. yes let's go libra definitely it's my husband's star sign too so Yay. that's a good one
1: <laughs> your, go libras
0: <laughs> your favorite podcast Oh, yours, Danielle. Oh, you don't have
1: to say This that. one. <laughs> <laughs> Any other
0: ones you listen to. <laughs> yeah,
1: do you know what I love? And I know lots of people know about it now, but it's it's fabulous. It's uh, Super Soul Sunday. Great. It's great. Yeah, great one. Yeah, room. good guests, great <laughs> stuff, good content. It's Oprah. Definitely, yeah. amazing. Your favourite beauty product? I would probably say I love a red lipstick. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what would be useful to tell everyone about that I use, and I think is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably go with the SK-2, so SK-1-1 yeah. face sheet masks. Oh, nice. They're amazing. Great. And that is my secret little thing that I've been doing for a long time. Uh, and uh, it's fab. Oh, Amazing. And your favorite happy place. Ah uh, I think it would be a state of mind, you know, yeah, not a place. Mm. And that would be when I feel connected to, yeah, an energy that uh, is more empowering than being anywhere in the world. When you can connect there, that's when I feel happy. That's so joyful. True.
0: That's so true. And finally, your top tip for inner peace.
1: I would learn to surrender, you know, when, when you think you surrender, surrender some more, because it's actually sometimes about knowing that there's so much more going on for us and we don't have to be at war with ourselves. You know, we can, we can surrender to the peace and allow it rather than warring with what's there in our, in our emotions. So yeah, surrender
0: amazing advice that's great and it's been amazing advice all the way through poppy you have just been a fantastic guest and i cannot wait for everyone to listen to this episode so a huge huge thank you for being on the face yoga expert podcast oh thank you danielle it's been fabulous thanks for having me on here